So when you're told you're not good enough, you tell them, not only am I good enough, I'm more than enough. podcast is brought to you by Women of Empowerment, an organization where all women can be encouraged, advised, and renewed. Hey guys, I'm Christina. And it's your girl, Jenny Boo. And you are listening to Cultivate Her. Yay! (laughs) Back for another episode, girl. So I'm so excited to be back here with you today. I just want to know how your weekend was going. What did you do today or this weekend for your self-care time? Did you do anything? Um, I did my hair, girl. So I'm out here looking real different out here. I see. I like the ponytail. I told you that already. Thank you. So I did my hair. And then um, other than that, I wanted to attempt to do my toes and it didn't happen. And... um, but my hair got done. And girl, I treated myself to a brand new cell phone. Nice. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Bought myself a gift, y'all. I deserve it. Shoot. Yeah, you work hard. Sometimes you forget to treat yourself. So that's important. And I'm glad you were able to do that. You're looking cute. You got a new phone. You don't know how to act. Yeah, we fancy. Mm-hmm. What about you, girl? Girl, I just been trying to relax as much as possible this weekend. Well, as you can see, I got my hair done. Well, I did my hair because, you know, I'm frugal. But I did my hair. I got my nails done on Friday. So I feel like a lady again. (laughs) Yeah, girl. As you should. As you should. Definitely needed that, though. But it's important for us to really start taking care of ourselves, just like we take care of anybody else. So, you know, just being able to go out and get my nails done and do my hair and just, you know, do little things to make myself feel and look good. It's important, you know, just to be able to have that time. You're not meant to just, you know, work every day just to spend money on bills. We need to take care of ourselves too. So I'm glad you were able to do what you had to do, get your new phone. I got my nails done, you know, we got to enjoy the time that we have. Yeah, I'm I'm styling. I'm loving this phone, you know. I see. What phone did you get? I got the um iPhone 12 Pro Max. Ooh. Okay. Sounds yeah, fancy. girl. And this phone is $1100, y'all. Mm. But if you have a paid off phone, you can um trade it in and they take $700 off the current phone that you're about to get. And then um you left with like I was left with like $300 more to pay off, so it was perfect. Just wow. Yeah. So I was excited about that. And if anybody knows, like the camera on this thing is everything. I do most of my content on this. So I was mm-hmm. mad hype about getting a phone um, with a better it. camera. I mean, that front camera was popping. I took a picture earlier. I looked like I was airbrushed, girl. Listen, I didn't know how to act. Let me tell y'all. They got us looking crazy in these cameras now. 
Photoshop. Girl, snap. I, can't, I can't even talk because my camera is terrible and I don't plan on replacing my phone anytime soon, <laughs> but I'm so happy. You're so right. iPhone cameras are something exquisite. So I can only imagine what mm -hmm. the new phone camera is like. So girl, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to jump right into the topic. We want to just talk about our non-negotiables. I think it's important as we figure out who we are, that we set boundaries for ourselves and for other people. So today's topic, we're just going to go forward and talk about different non-negotiables that we may have. Christina, what kind of non-negotiables have you been able to come up with for yourself? Okay, girl. So all my negotiables are about um, relationships, like my five ne negotiables. Well, non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. Negotiables. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be struggling through that word throughout the whole podcast, y'all. Excuse me now. It's not good. <laughs> but um, I have my five, and my five relates to, it is from within with self, but it also relates to me um, in a relationship, how my posture will be in my relationship. So those are my non-negotiables. Not necessarily towards the man, but the type of woman that I will be towards this man, if that makes any sense. Yeah, perfect sense. So what are your five? My non-negotiables are just for myself and what I expect to receive or will accept from people. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, setting boundaries is important and that's something that I forgot somewhere along the way in life. So now just being, you know, an adult and knowing that I have the ability to make that decision for myself, I feel like it's important for me to just set the boundaries and just let it be known you know, what my non-negotiables are. So we're going to let that be known today. <laughs> mm -hmm. All so, right. So mm -hmm. what, what, are, what are your negotiables? What are your non-negotiables? Non yeah. So for my non-negotiable, non-negotiable is not settling. I feel like a lot of times we settle out of fear or because we might be um, opposed to change. Um, but I don't think that's, you know, something that should really hold us back because you don't know what kind of blessings that you're keeping yourself back from. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like just being able to set boundaries for yourself and, you know, value yourself enough to know what your worth is and not settling for less. So that's, that's my biggest, my biggest non-negotiable is setting boundaries and not settling. What about you? What's your first non-negotiable? Actually, I kind of just want to go right into your negotiable because it ties right into one that I have, mm. which is just the same. And um, let me see. So what I put down is that um, I, it deals with not, it definitely deals with not settling, but it, it ties more of me not being a yes woman. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. most times um, women are yes women and they say yes to everything and end up with someone that they shouldn't end up with or um, their man has a certain type of behavior that they shouldn't have and they're just like, okay with it. Like, yes, yes, yes. Easy influence, yes to everything. And I'm, I put down that I will not be a yes woman, that mm -hmm. I won't accept less than what I deserve. That sounds like exactly like what I said, settling, like once you know what your worth is and what you're able to 
you know, accomplish and bring forth, you need to know that you're not, you don't have to settle for less. So yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's important for us to just know our worth so that way we can know to ask for it from anybody, even ourselves. I agree. Cause let me tell you something. I'm not settling for no ugly buku, chicken leg looking, ashy dry, hair yeah. ain't cut, bare looking crazy type of man. And I said it. Y'all heard it on here, okay? So if you want to be out here looking like a bum and you trying to come correct and get a queen like me, honey, listen, you're going to have to get yourself right. Yeah. I ain't going to be out here. I'm sorry to all the women that want to build up a man, girl. See, y'all got me hype on here. See, I'm already ready to go in. But I'm saying like, cause I, for me, I really set it based on dating and yours is just based on like, um, self and being able to develop yeah. it. Right. But, um, for me, I had to hit it in that notion because, you know, of course I'm, I'm getting married. I'm, I'm with someone and we are still figuring it out. You get what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. we still have developed our negotiables, our non-negotiables through this process of going into marriage. We, that's mm -hmm. actually something they, we go over it in therapy, right? So, you know, I, I think that if a man is going to want a queen, you're going to have to be a king. Straight up. You're going to be a king. Don't come to me looking crazy and talking about you want a fly chick that got a job and this and that. And you don't got a job and you're not fly and you're not clean. And you got a thousand baby mamas. Because, yes, I don't care what nobody's saying. I might sound judgmental. But if you're going to have a thousand baby mamas, have your shit in order. Mm-hmm. So I could be like, well, there's no problem with you having a thousand baby mamas, but then you can't have a thousand baby mamas and don't have your shit in order. And I'm supposed to pick you up, girl. Okay. And you can't even support these kids. Yeah. Okay. Now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now. You're right. Not so you. come correct. Pull your pants up, cut your hair, speak like you want to speak to a queen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then let's have a conversation. I'm mm. just saying. Mm. They forget that last part. <laughs> like you like you're speaking to a queen period okay. like don't period. forget come mm. correct but yeah that's one thing that people people do too often and I totally agree once you know your worth you're like no I'm not gonna settle I'm not gonna expect anything less you know and that's kind of like that kind of ties into what my next um non-negotiable is is not changing or conforming for anybody else like, just for myself, I, I'm comfortable with who I am and how I am. And, you know, I know I'm not perfect. I know I have so much more growing and learning to do, but I feel like it's not up to anybody else to shape and mold who I am. Everybody will have an opinion, just like everybody has an asshole, doesn't mean everybody want to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me just, I feel like it's important for us all to just allow people to be themselves so that way we can just live free, judgment free, you know. Jen got me all the way messed up, y'all, because we actually wrote our non-negotiables separately. Okay. Mm -hmm. So right now she's like saying all the ones that I have. And I'm like, I'm over here mind blowing. I'm like, <laughs> girl, girl, I, I got that. I got that too. Yeah. Girl. She said, everybody got an asshole, but everybody ready to listen. <laughs> For real. Like crazy but that's, that's the thing because people think that wait we all have an opinion 
that we all need to share it. Like, no, you can keep your opinion to yourself sometimes and let people just live free. You know, if you're not comfortable or you're not happy, just change your environment. So that way you're not exposed to situations that make you uncomfortable or unhappy. But, you know, if people are, are being themselves, who are you to judge them? Do you think that some people might mistake opinion and advice for two different things? Because I think sometimes that happens. Yeah, it's a thin line, but it's just, there's a way to go about it. Like if you want to put your, if you want to give an opinion to someone, Mm -hmm. there's a way that you can, can communicate your opinion without coming off judgmental. Like sometimes people talk to you about their problems, not even for an opinion. They just want somebody to listen, you know? Mm -hmm. So while you're sitting here coming up with an opinion in your mind about, you know, what the person is telling you, the person doesn't want to hear that. You know, sometimes they just want an open ear or a judgment-free zone to just let loose. Like that's sometimes like when I go off, like I don't need nobody's opinion or advice because (laughs) like when I ask you, I will, I will take that when I take, when I ask you for your advice, I will take that into consideration. But a lot of times, you know, it's up to me to really determine my life and the choices that I make in my life. So I'm trying to just grow and develop on my own terms. So it just, like I said, there's a fine line, but there's also a way that it can be communicated where you are um, giving your opinion without it coming off judgmental. Right. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. You can definitely, although it's hard for me because I feel like I always do come off judgmental. What do you think? Do you think I come off judgmental to you sometimes? Um, You can come off judgmental sometimes, but then again, we all can. You know what I mean? Like I remember one time you checked me when I was coming off judgmental and I was just like, I was like, damn, I am being a little judgmental, but I don't even think that you meant to, you know, like I think you were just throwing something out there and I was just like, oh, damn, am I judging this person right now? But Mm -hmm. It's just, we all have to just check ourselves or be checked, you know, or be able to be checked. Sometimes, you know, we don't realize when we're doing it, like me in that moment. I didn't even realize, but we just have to be open to the fact that, you know, it's not our damn business. Like the people that we're judging, like who are we to judge anybody? Because we're all imperfect and learning our own lessons in our own time. That is so true. That is so true. I wanted to tell you, so you had that you didn't want to, your second non-negotiable was was to um, not change yourself for anyone, right? Mm-hmm. That was it? So right. mine that related to that was, um, was uh, actually, that was like my longest non-negotiable, actually. And it was... Um, for me, relationship-wise, it was that um, my that my sense of value and my identity will always be strong. And I wrote down that I, I could. I wrote down that I would never allow myself to view myself worthless based on who I'm attracted to, or who I'm with. Mm-hmm. And that um, that I, I felt like you know a lot of times that we end up in a place where when we're um, in a relationship, we our, our value is based on what the person views us as, right? 
Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I, I thought that I wanted to make sure that I know what my value is and what my worth is and who I am without right. this person. Right. With or without whoever I'm with that I would have to know. Girl, if I knew that, I think uh, that's one of my biggest things. Like in my past relationships, that's what happened to me. I just completely lost myself in the relationship. And that can be very detrimental to a relationship because then you become more dependent in the relationship and you don't really like, you don't really have an outside source and and then you start to lose your identity. So um, I think it's important for you to remember who you are with or without anybody. You know, there's this song that I really love and um, I forget who the name, um, Jesse Reyes wrote it. It's, it's called... Um, it goes like this, like, who are you when no one's in the room? You know, I think that's important for us to really think about that and evaluate ourselves in that way, because, you know, you can go out into the world and put on a show and be, you know, the best person that you want to be, but then you come home and, you know, you're with your, your kids or your dog or your family and you're a completely different person. You know, we need to remember like who we are when nobody's in the room and how we, think about ourselves, how we view ourselves, how we view the world. I think we need to really evaluate that because that gives us a sense of um, understanding of who we are. You know, we lose that part. And that's, man, if I knew that when I was, I'm, I'm dating, I'm newly dating again. Now I have a whole different mindset on, on how that goes. But girl, if I didn't know it was that simple, man, my ass wouldn't be single right now. It's like, do you think like we would have saved a lot more relationships or we would have had better relationships from our Absolutely. past relationships? Absolutely. If I like hindsight is 2020, I would have definitely been able to, you know, hold on to relationships a lot longer had I just valued myself more. Um, and as much as I valued other people, you know, sometimes like you put more into other people than you put into yourself. And that's mm-hmm. really how you lose yourself. That's how I lost myself. Yeah. So it's, and it's okay. It's okay to be, to, you know, to fall in love and to be in a relationship and to, you know, go through that whole spiel, but it's important. It's more important for you to really remember who you are and stay true to who you are so that you have, you know what you're bringing to that relationship. You have value in that relationship. You're adding to that relationship instead of just existing in it. You know, and I feel like a lot of my relationships, I was just existing in it because I was just happy or comfortable but then I lost myself, you know? So yeah. that's just where I've been on my journey of rediscovering for myself, just figuring out who I am, you know, to my family, who I am to my friends, to strangers, how people view me, how I view myself more importantly, because mm-hmm. all that really ties in to the person that I'm going to be ultimately. Yeah. I love that you went back into saying that who I am to myself, because mm-hmm. that's what matters the most. I think a lot of times when we're like taking on so many different responsibilities, you know, I'm the employee, mm-hmm. I'm the mother, I am the sister, I am the cousin. I mean, I mean, with so many roles that we always tend to forget about ourselves. And I actually just had a discussion similar to this, that women, we, we are always so strong. We're always so strong for everyone else, for everything else. And we tend to forget to be strong for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's when we lose ourselves. But the thing is, is that, yes, women were supposed to be strong, right? We're always strong. We're always holding down the fort for everyone. 
But I think that there has to be room for us to not always be strong. Mm-hmm. And there yep. has to be room for that. Yes, girl. I totally agree. I totally it's agree okay with that. To not, and I don't know. I, I think it's not. It's okay to not feel 100% strong. And it's okay for me to not feel like I can stand and hold for someone else. And it's so crazy that you talk about this. Let me go into it real quick. So this week, um, I went through something really tough. And I was telling my hubby, I was like, listen, like, okay, so I went through it, right? Let me tell you the situation. So we went through it, right? And um, I was like, there was a day where he called me and he was just venting and he was just like complaining about his job, right? And he was just like, I'm just so frustrated. He was just venting about, it. I'm so frustrated with this, 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 this. And I just went through something super detrimental. You get what I'm saying to me? That kind of had me like, dang, you know? And, and literally like in the same day, he goes and adds the load onto me. Mm. And I was just like, and I said to him after that, I was like, you know, sometimes you have to understand that I'm not always strong. And there's going to be times in our relationship where I have put myself, like sometimes you have to place your feelings on the side to hold that person down. Right. And be strong for them in that moment. Cause here I am holding up my strength. But I need you to kind of put your stuff to the side for a second and have your strength and hold me down right now. Right. Does that make sense? Like, I don't I know it like in a way I thought it sounded harsh that I'm asking him to like, can you just not add the load on me right now? Because here I am, have my stuff dealing with and then I got to have your stuff to deal with, too. Here I am trying to be strong for both of us. Yeah. When I'm always strong for both of us in whatever we go through. And when you got your stuff, I'm strong for you. I'm so strong for you that I don't want to talk to you about the stuff I'm going through. Because mm-hmm. you got your stuff going on right now, and I'm trying to build you up. And once you build up, then I can say, you know, babe, I was going through A, B, and C right now. You know? But right now, I need you to hold me down. That's it's where I'm okay to ask for go. that though. Like I, I think it's it's I think it's like perfect that you guys were able to have that conversation and you were able to tell him like this is a lot, you know what I mean? Because otherwise you would have driven yourself crazy or been driven crazy with all of that weight and baggage put on you. So mm-hmm. if you feel like it's too much and it's taking a toll, you should be able to like say, okay, listen, like dial back just a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to be too much of a burden on you. So I commend you for having that conversation with your man. You should be able to have that kind of talk and just be, you know, be able to work through that. I don't think that should have been or should be an issue, you know, or or seen as an issue. The fact that you guys have open communication like that is amazing. But the fact that you, more importantly, know your boundaries and what your limitations are when it comes to dealing with all that stress is more important because, then you're not going to take on more than you can handle. Yeah. it. I, thank you so much for saying that. I did realize that I was at this point where I, I had, well, the thing is, I knew that I wasn't in the right place at that moment. And I didn't want to actually get to the point where I reached my boundaries. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I was like, I didn't want to get to that point where I'm like, hey, you're hitting that wall and you're tugging, you're pushing it. And, and I can't, I didn't want to have that blow up like, Ugh! I was mm-hmm. like, hey, can you just hold off for a second for me? Because I'm trying to be strong right now, and it's tough. Can you accept the fact that I can't be as strong for both of us right now? I can only be strong for Christina. So can you be strong for me in the process too? Mm-hmm. 
sometimes it happens like that in relationships. In life, girl. I don't have nobody else to unload on, but I remember I met one of my close friends and we were just in a deep conversation and we were just talking about, you know, being a black woman. And I was like, oh my God, girl, you ever just get tired of being strong? Like, you know what I mean? You just, you just need a break. Like, can I just like fall to pieces? But, you know, it takes a, a, a level of vulnerability to be able to get to that comfort zone with somebody where you can really trust them, where you can really break down and get mm-hmm. to those, you know, explore those deep core issues and trust that the person is going to keep that secret or, you know, keep that between them. But man, I totally get it. So, you know, it's, we can't be strong 24 seven. It's, it's impossible. At some point we need to know what our limitations are, or we just need to break down and release to get that frustration or, you know, the hurt that we're feeling out. Otherwise we're going to drive ourselves crazy. Yeah, very true. I wanted to just say that in the process of all of that, you know, the biggest thing in my relationship, since we continue to talk about non-negotiables, was that I refuse to lose myself in my relationship. And I don't know if that, for me, it might look like I'm dividing my relationship or I like the, I don't want to make it seem like we're divided because a marriage is a union, right? But I remember when I first started out dating him and when we were together, and it's still like that now, I ain't gonna lie. I like to keep my friends separate. I was in a past relationship where I couldn't keep it separate, right? And um, I was just like, your friends are your friends. My friends are my friends. This is my money. This is your money. Like that, right? But I really had to keep the friendship separate because in the past relationship, I didn't. And it it got over-consumed. You know what I mean? And then I like after we broke up, I couldn't separate the two. Not that I'm preparing for us to break up, right? But I kind of need to have something that's mine. I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to identity in a relationship or any way, shape or form, any, when it comes to identity, something has to be yours. Like this is just yours. It's not ours. Mm -hmm. Someone might might be on, someone might be listening to this and say, "Uh uh-uh, absolutely not. Not, uh -uh, uh uh-uh, uh-uh, absolutely not. You get what I'm saying? And I'm just like, that's just how I feel. So I like, separate and I like what I mean is because Jennifer like this word boundaries I like to have some boundaries okay so I like to keep the boundaries when it comes to my relationship and um, we have many of those boundaries and we try not to cross them right respectfully so I kept my friendship separate and to help me make sure that I at the end of the day Christina knows who Christina is if he's not around I know who I am Okay. And you know, sometimes he says like, oh, you, you really just don't um, care about me like that. Cause you'd be acting like you don't need me, but that's not the case. You know, I need Christina mm-hmm. first. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need me first. Yeah. Then I can need you, but I need to yeah. have me. I need to be whole with them before I can start bumping with you, honey. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I, I haven't been, I ain't gonna lie. After that relationship, girl, when we broke up, I didn't know who I was without him. Because my whole life was surrounded by him and his friends, who's our friends. And our friends don't know who to be friends with after that. Girl. I remember. 
He said, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Trust me, I went through the crazy. same thing. I mean, girl, I you know my relationship when I was dating my ex in Boston. That that was like the situation for me. And I could totally relate. But for me in that situation, I got so consumed in the relationship and it was a new environment for me. So I didn't really have any of my own friends. So like that world was my world and I didn't really have an identity for myself. I, you know, I had like friends, but they were like coworkers, people that would like come and go. So I I can totally see how, you know, you can get consumed in a relationship and, you know, want to separate the two because once you lose that, you really don't know what's mm-hmm. next. And that's the scary part because you don't really plan on, you know, you don't really think to plan to have separate lives. You want to just be able to build, but it's important for you to know who you are with or without that relationship. So the fact that you do that, you have to continue to grow and figure out who you are, relationship or not. Right. You know what's funny? You were like, pretty much I entered her world. It was like, they just picked Jen up and you just popped into her bubble. I did. And yeah. kind of just the flow. Yeah, and they accepted me. They accepted me like as if they had known me forever. And I wasn't used to that. Oh my God, it was like, it was like foreign to me, you know, I'm, I'm just so used to like, I don't know, drama and chaos, like toxicity, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So like, I don't know, it's, you know, that whole, that whole phase, I'll call it in my life was, um was a great learning curve for me because it, it actually showed me what it felt like to be um like accepted, you know, right. like it showed me what it felt like for, you know, to have like, or to, you know, have like a, a family dynamic, you know, like a, a healthy family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it showed me a lot of my toxicity, you know, because I had, I had found myself in some situations that I'm not so proud of. Um, but it was definitely a learning curve, you know, going through that whole relationship. We were together for like five and a half, six years, you know, some of it was distant, some of it we lived together. So, you know, just just going through that whole phase and losing myself within that whole relationship, um, it taught me the importance of knowing who I am with or without the relationship. So if I can go back, well, I can't go back, but moving forward into my next relationship, I'm definitely going to, you know, take your advice and develop or continue to develop who I am with or without a relationship because, if it does end, then I don't want to feel lost again. I want to just continue to grow into who I am. Mm-hmm. That's right, girl. Grow into who you are. Yeah. You and it's like, I know that in relationships, which is like your affirmations and get all these sweet things. But if hubby doesn't tell me I'm beautiful today, I know for a fact that I'm beautiful. If, if he don't say, um, babe, um, I appreciate you. Uh-uh, I already know that I'm appreciated. I appreciate me because I know the kind of badass that I am mm-hmm. and all that goes down around here, okay? Yeah. But the mm-hmm. act, not, I'm not saying that he's not supposed to. He's still supposed to say, I appreciate you. You're supposed to say, you know, because at the end of the day, love is an action and you're supposed to show it, mm-hmm. express it, right? But, but you um, already know your self-worth. You already know. You don't have to be convinced. Yes. Come on, self-worth. Yes. <laughs> we, we need that. No, I'm serious. We, yeah. we need that. I'm, listen, Cultivate Her is about building y'all up. 
Now, come on, sisters. If you don't have your self-worth, you don't got nothing. So mm-hmm. before you want to date a man, before you want to be a mother, before you want to be a sister, anything that you, listen, you got to know your self-worth. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Because you can't build nobody else up if you don't even know what your value is. Yeah. I know, I know the value that I am to you as a friend. Yeah, as you should. You get what I'm saying? And I know the value you have to me as a friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to make sure that we definitely know how to value ourselves and know what we're worth. As a matter of fact, if we knew what we were worth, girl, we would never settle. Mm-hmm. Real fact. Yeah. That's indeed a fact. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be like, oh, well, he doesn't do this, but I can cross my T's and dot my I's and maybe, mm, nah, girl, I know what I'm worth. I ain't settled. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to do it or you're not. I still had right. that conversation with my man. We're not even married yet. But I tell him, either you're going to do this or you're not because this is it for me. I yeah. ain't negotiable. Yeah. Non-negotiable. And girl, let me tell you, let me tell you, non-negotiables change in a relationship. Yes. All the time. So mm-hmm. what my non-negotiables were last year, they're totally different than this year. Yeah, because they're growing. So I can I can get that. I could totally get that. Yeah. I know what I deserve. And yeah. I definitely have a sense of my value. Okay. I have the sense of my value. I know have the sense of my identity and I know I'm strong. Mm-hmm. I'm talking ish. Let me stop. <laughs> No, that's true. You got to speak it though. You have to really know what your self-value is and believe it. You know, I feel like a lot of people do settle and change and conform who they are, but I feel like people, you know, a lot of, well, this ties right into my next non-negotiable, you know, people settle and put, you know, themselves in situations out of fear. You know, like we talked about it a little bit earlier of being afraid to change or being afraid to be on your own, like, we can't let fear control us. Like sometimes we have to just take the leap of faith and just let the universe just teach us. You know, we have to take the lessons that are coming into our lives and really learn and grow from them and not find ourselves in the same cycle, the same pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to really put our fear to the side, really focus on what our intentions are, our goals are, and hine in like into that. We can't like we can't expect God or the universe or things to just fall into our lap. We need to put in the work necessary to, you know, take the steps to get towards what our goal is and put our fear to the side. You never know who you might be influencing or what change you might be in someone's life or in the world. You know, being afraid is not going to get you anywhere. So letting fear control me is another non-negotiable. I can't. I'm putting that fear to the side and I'm just going for different things that I feel that I want to do. <laughs> yes, girl. That's the same exact negotiable I have here, non-negotiable that I have here. And that oh. is that I refuse to be weak mm. and I will not entertain the spirit of doubt and weakness. Mm-hmm. It's the same one as yours, girl. That's what yeah. I wrote. I will not entertain. And when I, when I said I will not entertain doubt I pretty much mean that I will not entertain fear because mm-hmm. fear is doubt. You mm-hmm. doubt what's for you. So I refuse to entertain it. Even when the thought comes across my mind, I get mad at myself for even letting myself get there. Why mm. are you even thinking like that when you know? Yeah. I refuse to be weak. I'm a queen. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. 
Yeah. It's great that you were able to I do can't. that. You got to really pay attention to the things that we tell ourselves when we're in private. Remember, who are we when no one's in the room? Mm -hmm. The things that we tell ourselves are the most important things because that's what's going to be repeated in your brain when you're not even paying attention. So you need to make sure that you're speaking life into yourself and believing it because when you're not paying attention and when there's no one else in the room, you know, you need to make sure that you stay true to who you say that you're going to be, you know right who you say you are preach what you teach is that what i always say yeah always say practice what you preach <laughs> practice what you preach i always say you always you say it wrong yeah. that's hilarious you got to practice what you preach mm -hmm. i don't be out here walking around i say it on every podcast but i do not walk out here saying something and doing otherwise yeah. i hold myself accountable first before i start you know spreading the knowledge mm -hmm. i'm just saying sure yeah you got to I'm not. Mm -mm. Let me tell you, you deserve better. That spirit of doubt, that spirit of fear, that spirit of being uncomfortable, that spirit of feeling like you don't deserve something better, that mm -hmm. spirit of thinking that you deserve less because of A, B, and C. Listen, I rebuke that right now in the name of Jesus. I'm sorry. I had to get churchy on y'all. Mm -mm. <laughs> y'all deserve better. Yes. Yes. If nobody else tells you, I'm telling better. you, you deserve way better. Believe that. Yep. Serious. Yeah, better stand on that pedestal like y'all should. Sure. Mm -hmm. You ain't seated at the table just to be seated at the table, girl. You know, I'll be ready to throw. <laughs> I'll be out here throwing out. Why are you seated at the table? You got a place at the table. You seated at that table. You right. better sit there nice and tall like you should be. I'm just mm -hmm. saying. Crown on your head and sit everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, now. And whoever want to sit at the table with you, sure, you could welcome them. Mm -hmm. But make sure they are, the, they are of the same stature as you are. Because mm. at the end of the day, your standards is based on what you perceive it to be. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, if you're walking around and you ain't setting standards, I don't know. Mm. I can't help you, sis. Mm. I can't help you. Then you're going to be settling. You can't be out here talking. Yeah, you can't be out here talking about you more and better and you be like, well. This you're going back to mind. your ex. <laughs> going back to your ex that's been right? cheating on you. Okay. Or, or like, repeat. Right, no. Like no. Jen said, you on the cycle over and over. That's right, mm -hmm. Jen. Come no. on. The moment you break up with one relationship, you hit the ex back up. Why? He was no better. He wasn't good then. He ain't gonna be good now. What mm -hmm. you trying? What hole are you trying to fill? Mm. Girl, you know what I mean, she said, "Which hole?" Yes, girl, for real. That is so true. It's true. a void people try to fill, but that's okay. not gonna that's not gonna fill it. You know, it's crazy because I said one time in, in a situation shift that I had and I just blurted out one time. I was like, you, you don't fulfill me, you know? Like I wasn't trying to be I wasn't trying to be like a bitch, but mm -hmm. I just felt like in that situation ship, like she just felt like she just knew better. She would tell me things like, Oh, I know what's best for you. You know what I mean? That kind of like narcissistic mm. personality type. So right. once I said that, I was just like, that was like an eye opener for me because I really need, I knew in that moment that I needed to fill that, that void that she felt like she could have filled for me, you know, if that makes sense. So, yeah. you know, th there was some kind of vulnerability or brokenness that, that certain personality types like to, um, take advantage of and when you show that type of you know vulnerability you know it's 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 beautiful it's a beautiful thing to be vulnerable or to be able to be vulnerable with someone um 
but to an extent, because not everybody has your best intentions um, at heart. So you need mm-hmm. to really just be careful about who you open up with, open up to, and um, just be mindful about your worth. Because once you know what your worth is, you're not going to be settling for anything, like you said. That's true. Know your worth. But I, first of all, someone said to me, you don't fulfill me. I think I would have passed out in the room. I would have just melted into Girl. nothing. But you it was just, but you know, when somebody's ego is so big and you just got to mm-hmm. pop the bubble, you know what I mean? So I was just like, I was just like, oh my God. But in that moment, as I was saying it to her, like it meant something way different to me. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So I just spoke life into myself and I was like, hmm. And that's when I really started to fulfill myself. You know, I started to really do things dive more into a creative side to fulfill a, a void that I've had. You know, I'm starting to paint more. I'm starting to model, you know, doing this podcast. I'm doing things outside of my comfort zone to be able to grow into the woman that I'm meant to be, you know, and that's really what's been fulfilling me. You know, I'm, I've been like, I've been so content with the way things have been. Oh my God, you see me last year, Chris, my life was like, a completely different situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, like, m- like my mind was always, you know, just, it was just always so many things going on in life and my mind, I just couldn't find any balance. But now 2020, even though it's been a, a rough year, it was able to really show me who I am and what I'm capable of overcoming. You know, so with everything that I've learned in these past years and as I continue to learn, I'm just going to be grateful for all the lessons that I've learned along the way because, man, it's not easy, but I'm loving the journey that I'm taking along the way. You know, this is only we only have one life and we have to embrace it and live it to our fullest. If you're not happy, then what are you doing? Facts. Real facts. I think that's my biggest thing in life. Like if you're not living... You just, you just here. You just, you're just like a fly on the wall. (laughs) Fly on the wall. Real fast. You know, that's my biggest fear. Like being here on this earth and just not living life. And then suddenly I'm gone. Mm -hmm. You know? Big fear. Yeah. Not making an impact. That's, and not being remembered. You know, you're just gone. Like I could see, I could see that being a fear, you know, but. The path that you're taking, you're going to leave a lot of footsteps along the way. So keep keep on with your journey. Keep on going. Woman of empowerment, cultivate her. We just making footsteps in the snow for everybody to see trail behind. Mm -hmm. You know, this is just the beginning of a beautiful, beautiful, like long journey. So I'm excited. Thank you. And I'm going to be real with you. I don't need to be remembered. Like, I don't need to be like a Martin Luther King Rosa Parks now. You know, I just need to know that I had influence right. where I knew I was doing God's work. That's what yeah. it is. As long as I know that I was doing something to influence people, to to help people, you know, that's and all you that already matters. are. You already have. Trust me. Yeah. That's what cultivate her is about. Hey, that's what cultivate her is about. I always bust it yes, as a song. Yes, girl. I'm a non-negotiable. So actually, I was going to get right into that. What you said just ties in to what my next non-negotiable is, um, all in all. Well, we were basically 
but I was talking about a change in my life within the past few years. And my next non-negotiable is just to be stuck in the pattern. We were talking about patterns earlier. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I can't be stuck in any more patterns that are not conducive for my growth. So that's that's non-negotiable. When I see things that are not for me, I'm just going to tuck and roll and keep it pushing. You know, anything that's not for you, don't change or conform or settle. It's not that deep. Like, you know, you can find things and people and surroundings that are, are for you. And if you don't, I'm very happy being by myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to get stuck in any more patterns and are not conducive for my development. How do you feel about... Um... You talked about patterns, right? And I was yeah. just thinking, how can you, like, patterns can repeat. Um, mm-hmm. They can they can actually get to the point where they might repeat. Or how do we identify it and know, like, because you said you can just step away from it, right? Mm-hmm. How can you identify it and just be able to say, hey, I'm done with this. I'm not redoing this in life. Girl, some situations, you can just you can just see it coming from a mile away. Like, an example, a pattern for me is to completely put myself aside to take some take care of other people. I remember last year, my little sister, she would, she used to like beg me. She'd be like, Jenny, can you please like go shopping? Like, can you please? Cause I would never, I would never take care of, I, I would never get my nails done. Like I wouldn't buy clothes for myself because wow. I would always feel like I was in a place where I was really trying to get financially secure. So t- taking care of my debt, um, managing my credit, um, things like that were my main focus. And I wasn't shopping and, you know, buying things for myself because I was very, very frugal, even more so than I am now. <laughs> but, you know, that was my goal to be able to get, you know, everything that I needed. But if anybody else needed anything, I would, you know, hand it out in a, in a heartbeat. You know, my nephew would need something, she would need something, and I would go out and get it with no questions asked. So for me, you know, I need to break that cycle of taking care of myself last and really just start to do things that I like to do. My nails, take care of my hair, you know, buy myself something every now and then just so that way I'm continuing to make myself feel my self-worth. You know, I can't sit here and um, expect to say, oh yeah, I love myself, but I'm not treating myself as I should. I'm working hard. I'm working and I, I'm working in one state and living in another state. So I'm constantly driving, constantly, either I'm driving, sleeping, or, you know, I'm taking care of somebody's kids. So, you know, it's important for me to take the time and take care of myself in any way, fashion, or form that I like. And that's what I've been doing now, breaking the cycle of taking care of myself last, like that's done. I'm if I have to take some time to take a bubble bath before I go mm-hmm. to work, like I'm gonna take that bubble bath. Like I'm not gonna rush out and just get ready for work. I'm gonna make sure I wake up at a good enough time that mm-hmm. I can just enjoy the morning. I can have my smoothie, take my bath, yes. and just really do what I have to do because taking care of myself last is no longer an option for me. Yep. I totally agree with you, girl, because your girl, I get up at six o'clock every morning just to have me time. Cause mm-hmm. before I realized that mentally I wasn't in a good place when I got to work. 
because mm-hmm. I was just rolling out of bed, real grumpy that I still got to report to this place that I do not like being in half of the time. Because, you know, nobody likes to be at work, period. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're in a toxic environment, yep. you know, being there all day, nah, it doesn't work, you know? So for me, I was like, nah, what can you do to make sure that your mental is right before you go into work? So I started getting up at six where I had enough time to meditate, pray. Um, even if I wanted to lounge on this couch for a little bit, you know, I would do that and then get my little workout in. So all the adrenaline is going, you know, mm-hmm. and then cook a little breakfast if I needed to or have a little cup of tea and take my time, not yeah. rushing out and hasting. And then you yeah. don't get nothing for you. Yeah. Then you come home. All you could do is eat and go to bed. You ain't mm-hmm. do nothing for you today. So I sacrificed my sleep to get up early to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you you said that because we need to do it. It's important. Self-care should be a daily thing. It's not about you just doing um, physical things, getting your nails done and all of that. I always say that. It's more to it. It's it's so important for your mental state. Mm-hmm. It really is. Those couple of minutes in the morning for you probably make a huge difference. Because here you are about to go drive a whole hour. How long is your drive again? 40 minutes? About an hour and 40. It depends on the traffic. Like an hour 30, an hour 20. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with the whole drive and all that, you're like, I just need a second. Let me get that second in the morning. Although you can get some time in the car too, but in driving in New York City traffic, in Jersey traffic, you ain't getting no time. Nah, I'm cussing the whole way through. Get out of my way. <laughs> like a mother girl. girl. But I like that. I I love that, Jen. Like we need that. We need to we need to tell our ladies that that's what they need. We we need that self-care. Mm-hmm. And we need that time for us, man. You know, my next negotiable is totally off from yours. Oh, <laughs> but we were lined up for like the first three, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this one was a little, you know, different for me because, like I said, mine's were kind of lined up in the sense of being with someone in a relationship. So, um, I must be independent. And not rely on anyone to provide for me. Mm-hmm. And um, that that when it comes to getting into a relationship, oftentimes as women, we look for the man to be the provider. And that's okay. But I want to know that Christina can provide for Christina. Yeah, Christina can hold Christina down. Christina has her independence. I'm resilient and I can do it for myself. Okay. And then you come in with your money, boo-boo, and that's a bonus. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now we can hold each other down. But Christina was holding her self down. I don't want to, I don't ever want to look for a man because of money. How many times you hear a girl say, if he ain't got no money, I don't want him. Yeah. Don't you got your own money? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You don't got your own money and your own stuff. Now, if you say you want a man with ambition mm, that's and different. dreams and aspire to do different things, that's a whole different thing mm-hmm. than a man that got money. And most mm-hmm. of these chicks that said they want, want money, man, I had to get Jamaican. But most of these <laughs> most of these women that said they want money, man, don't want nothing but materialistic things, okay? Mm-hmm. Materialistic things don't define me. Yeah, and they will go anywhere for the material things. From anything, from car to house, 
to anything. I always tell people, I don't need what I have. I like nice things, but it don't say Christina, I could be driving a Benz right now. The Benz is not going to say Christina is a successful person or a great person. It's mm-hmm. when you engage with me, that's going to say, dang, that's a, she a bomb ass chick. Mm-hmm. You a, ooh. <laughs> now at the end of the day, the car and the materialistic things are reinforcers. You get what I'm saying? They reinforce my great work that I've done because I worked for it, but it does mm. not define who I am. At the end of the day, like just like you get a paycheck every other week, it reinforces your hard work that you did for the week, right? Does that define you as an employee? Because you got mm. people who get paid that aren't good employees. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you got the ones who bust their ass that are great employees. Yeah. So I, anyways, I went off, I went off and I went on a rant as I usually do. And all I'm saying is, is that I can rely on myself. Mm. I don't need a man for that. And the same too, I, also I thought about that when it comes to friends, because you got some friends, you got some people who want rich friends. You got some people who want friends just to have their money and use them. Or you got the friends who just rely on them for a sense of independence because they don't got it of their own. So they they're they depend on you because you're so independent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, you I know you had a friend like that, Jen, that just constantly laid the load on you as if you you had a friend that's a friend, but you it felt like you was in a relationship with them. <sighs> Jen is like, um <laughs> girl. I I, I I do I do girl I got family like that yes I can't like you say you got to know your boundaries keep your load over there it's too much okay oh yeah I can't mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. I don't need it we good speak so on that it was, that was it I rely on myself I provide for me mm-hmm. I provide for me I'm so strong I rely on myself that I provide for me if my child needed me to provide I can provide I don't mm-hmm. need a man to help me provide for my child. Yeah. Okay. Future children. Yeah. She, she ain't got no child. Yeah. But yeah, girl, that's so true, and that's that's big for me too. Financial stability is is be- definitely one of my most, the biggest goal for me because mm-hmm. I've come from a family where stability wasn't a, a thing. Um. So I just being able to provide for myself is a big factor for me as well. Um, I already know I could provide everything for myself because I got everything for myself. It's, hey, it's that's it right, is what girl. it is, you know. So, um, I'm just very grateful to everything that I do have. Um, but with that being said, I want to go into my last non-negotiable, which will be I can't allow anybody's opinion to sway my judgment or sway me. Uh, because I'm comfortable where I'm at. I do, like I said, I do everything by myself, yeah. for myself. And I am, I'm at the point now where I'm comfortable with that, you know, and I don't need anybody's opinion. You're, nobody's paying my bills, so I don't need anybody's opinion. I don't yeah. need anyone to convince me or sway me or try to tell me what I should or should not do. If I have my mind made up on something, like that's that's my mind made up on something. That's not me that's asking right, for friend. an opinion. So You know, even though I do value some people's opinion because I would come to you or, you know, close friends for an opinion or advice. But 
ultimately that's exactly what it will be. It'll just be advice. And my opinion or my decision is based off of how I feel and what I want to do. So that's my last thing. I can't allow anybody else. Cause I've done that before, girl, you know, mm-hmm. people try to talk you out of things and it's just like, they deflate your dream or your goals because they, you know, they put their limitations on your expectations. Like, no, mm-hmm. keep your limitations to yourself. I don't need you to burst my bubble. Like, if I want to go to the moon, let me go to the moon. Let me think that I could build them because somebody done did it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But once you're stuck in in a goal or, you know, a place where you want to go, what you want to do, any goals that you may have, don't let anybody's opinion sway your judgment. That's my last non-negotiable. Perfect. How about you? It's perfect. That's it for me, girl. Yeah. I laid them out. I laid them out. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I laid it out. So what's your woe moment? Hmm. My woe moment, I would say, ultimately, after everything that we've said, we just need to focus on ourselves. My woe moment is, do you, boo? Like do you boo? Yes, mm-hmm. I like that. About do you opinion. boo? Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Pool. Mm-hmm. Yes, you just gotta do you. Live your best life because nobody else. Who cares? Everybody's gonna have an opinion, but nobody, nobody has the ability to make any kind of judgment calls on your life. But you, you're the one, you know, that's living this life, and you have to live it to the fullest. Fulfill yourself, and you won't be looking to anyone else to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fulfill yourself when you won't be looking to anyone else to fulfill you. Yes, Do girl. You Do you boo? Mm-hmm. What's your boo moment? Jeez, the, the do you boo had me ready to set it yeah. off. Yes. <laughs> so that's our woe moment for sure. We just gotta remember, do you boo? We need that on the shirt. Do you do boo? Do you boo? Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna make a shirt out of that one. Yes, I'm with We're gonna it. make that the hashtag for the week when we post this podcast. Girl. Do you boo? As you should. So with that being said, I just want to thank everybody for watching our Cultivate Her podcast. You know, it's important for you to know what your non-negotiables are when you're dealing with any kind of relationship. So that way, you know, you're not going to settle for just anything. So remember to know what your self-worth is. Focus on your self-value. Figure out who you are when no one's in the room. And, you know, once you do that, you'll be able to turn into the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. And you'll be able to break any patterns, any cycle that you want. All you got to do is do you, boo. <laughs> do you, boo. Yeah. Do you, boo. Hey. I love it. All right, guys. Listen, don't forget to make sure you catch us every single Tuesday. If you don't know, but you need to know now, we are on YouTube. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Follow the Cultivate Her podcast. We hit you up every single Tuesday. Don't forget to send your listener letters, okay? And that is your purpose chaser letters. We want to know what are you doing? We want to hear what you're doing to chase your purpose. Do you need advice on your purpose that you're chasing? Send us the letters now. <laughs> purpose chaser letters. Is it? Y'all, I'm going to drop it in the, I'm going to drop it in the, uh, 
yeah, in the, drop that in the little, you know, bio. I think it is definitely though. I think it's cultivate her podcast at gmail.com. And that's where you send your purpose chaser letter. So just title a purpose chaser letter and let us know if you want us to share your full story on there. If you want us to block out your name, we won't, but give us your situation. Let us know. Hey, you know, Jen and Christina, we want to, I have this situation and I'm trying to um, create a business next year. What do you think my goals should be? How should I go about doing it? Girl, you know, or even tell us your success stories. We want to know, come on now, purpose chasers. We want to know. Yes, tune in, tap in. (laughs) Right? Tap into your purpose, right? Hey, tap into your purpose. Hey, hey, tap into your purpose. All right, now we catch y'all next week.